The Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored this week by Health IQ. Health IQ is a life insurance agency that helps you find lower rates on life insurance. To find out if you qualify and support the show, go to healthiq.com red or mention the promo code red when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Run, Eat, Drink podcast at runeatdrink.net. Here we are at the start of our booby trap challenge, the 10K first, the 5K later on this morning. And right behind me, you see the start and the finish, but also right here at the convention center, which used to be an old train station, you can see that we have, can you, is, can you pan a little bit? The energy is incredible. And I think that they're gonna they're gonna start with a little bit of Donna Deegan, who's the founder of the Donna Foundation and the race. So we're gonna get going. So thank you so much for being here. For all of you who are here running for somebody that you love, for all of you who are here because you are a survivor, uh, for all of you who are here just because you left for fellow human. I appreciate you so much, and I'm so glad that you're here. First wave is about to start. It's the faster wave that's 10 minutes a mile and faster. I've seen Joan Benoit Samuelson get to the start. I've seen uh, some of our friends from the ShakeOut run yesterday, and they are all ready to go. The weather is amazing, and it's it's almost time to do this. Here we go. Well, check this out. This is a oh, yeah. wonderful 10K crowd this way. Make some noise, Josie Wave, as you get ready to start out your 10K journey. You know how I like a good cup of coffee in the morning. Right here at mile two, Maxwell House.
heading back toward the finish. We're fighting for it because we're really tight and really sore. And we gotta save some for tomorrow. by the water and beautiful bridges. It, it's a great race. If you just do the 5K here, you'll have an amazing time. Or it's a great little precursor to the half or the full. A lot of inspiration seeing others and who they're running for, like we're running for Clarice. It is. It's inspirational and it's emotional, and I think tomorrow will be the same. Those were great races to start off our Donna Marathon weekend. And right now we're out here training for our next race so that we can keep up that momentum. Before we get back to the tasty part of our episode, we wanna take a minute to talk about Health IQ, our sponsor for this week's show. These races hit close to home for us because we lost my mother-in-law to breast cancer a couple of years ago. That's why we're out here making these healthier lifestyle choices. And Health IQ rewards those choices by helping people like me and people like you, runners, walkers, weightlifters, strength trainers, find lower rates on life insurance. So what can you do to see if you qualify? Go to healthiq.com red. Help support the show, take the quiz, see if Health IQ can find you lower rates on life insurance. Or when you're talking to a Health IQ agent, mention the promo code red. Thanks so much to Health IQ for sponsoring this week's show. And now it's time to eat and drink. We have been up since 3 a.m. Yes, 3 a.m. We have accomplished, you know that part of our podcast, accomplish, explore, and indulge? We have accomplished the 5K and the 10K as part of our booby trap challenge. And when we crossed that last finish line, we thought, man, we are hungry. So we headed to the Maple Street Biscuit Company. Their waffle is called the Bam. The Bam. I know I'm supposed to eat with like, you know, fork and knife, whatever. I'm too hungry. We're just going in. Sweetness in the waffle batter. There's a smokiness from the bacon. And there's Asiago cheese in here. So they mix in bacon and Asiago cheese into the waffle. Into the waffle. Asiago cheese, bacon, waffle. Bam! We've run, we've eaten, and 
now the last thing on our list is to have a beverage to celebrate the 5K and the 10K. And what better place than a local brewery? This is Main and Six. Well, I want to tell everybody that we're here at Main and Six, which is a newer brewery to the area. And I kind of just want you to talk about how you all got started a little bit. We are, in fact, the newest brewery in Jacksonville. Um, we've been open for three months. We opened on November 4th of last year. Um, how I got started really was sort of by accident. I uh, was in grad school about five years ago and I dropped out of my grad school program and I had been a craft beer drinker and fan and part of a craft beer uh, mug club at the time. So I a friend uh, online homebrewing and it kind of put my mind off of the fact that I'm not in grad school and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I said, hell, I want to homebrew. Why can't I homebrew? So I borrowed his equipment and then from there it just sort of spiraled. I became obsessed and uh, that's what I did. I won a couple of awards locally here in Jacksonville and so it's been a long journey over the last four or so. Yes. When we first walked in here, we see some really eclectic architecture going on and design yes. in here. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we wanted to pull elements from the community, this historic neighborhood. It is one of the old, it is the oldest in Jacksonville, and we wanted to bring that in here again to pay an homage to the community for supporting us. And we have all these different elements. We have the stone, the cement, we have this fresh wood, our wood on the ceiling, um, the back, the, the, the main bar has got a special uh, pre-World War II carbon steel that we found at the Coca-Cola plant. So we tried to use all these old and, again, different textures and elements in the building so that it's not one or the other. It's not super industrial, it's not rustic, it's not ultra modern. It has a little bit of everything to soften up to give it an amalgamation of sort of different elements like the neighborhood is. The neighborhood is this group of people coming together to revitalize it. So that was our goal. Turning to the beer that you serve. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about the beer you bring to the community? So right now in front of us we have our red ale, which is a very, very malt forward red ale. It's also sessionable, you know, it's five and a half percent, but we use a lot of Munich malt in this beer. And Munich malt will give uh, a bready malt forward characteristic to a beer. Um, and it's also, again, it's red, so we have some caramel malt in there. So the next one is Big yeah. Jim. So that's one of our signature beers. It's a California common. Not many breweries really in Florida or even the East Coast do this. And this is made famous by Anchor Steam out in California. So it's going to be sort of similar to infrared, but it's a lager and it's malty and hoppy. It's a combination yeah. of both. And the, um, the beer itself, I think, has impressed a lot of the community and also a lot of my fellow brewers in Jacksonville come by and try the style. And they're impressed that you know we chose to really try it, roll the dice on that style. And when I was a home brewer, my goal was to always do a steam beer. I love steam beers. I think they're great and they help sort of bridge the gap between a hoppy beer and a pilsner that's malty to give someone just a different experience. Um, Mixtape again is our is our hoppy, hop forward, dry hops, uh, pale ale. Um, it's another signature beer for us. A lot of people come in and um, you know, this is sort of a continued, this is a continued evolution for me. I think mixtape, I did it well at home for many years. And and when you get new equipment and you start to brew on a commercial level, there's always that time to really get it to where you finally have it like you did at home. I, I think it's good now, but it's gonna get better. That's sort of still a work in progress for me, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with where it is right now. But now this one is kind of like a, 
like if somebody's not into an IPA, correct, it's kind of like a good entry point because it's not so hot and aggressive. Yeah, I agree. I like that. I agree. Our hazelnut coffee stout. Oh yes. You know, you whenever. So this is a treated version of our coffee stout. We partnered with Social Grounds. Yes. They're a um, social. They're a coffee uh, place right a block away from us. And the owner is a veteran. He's a homeless veteran. He still does a lot for homeless veterans within our community. So our coffee stout. This is just one version of it. Has yes. hazelnut in it. So it's our hazelnut coffee stout, and um, I named it after one of the local streets, Hubbard. So it's Hubbard Street Stout, and with hazelnut in it. So I did want to name some of our beers after the community, and this is one of them. So Hubbard is a core beer of ours. It will continue to be a coffee stout for us here at the brewery. And you'll just kind of partner with Social Grounds to play with right. versions of this coffee stout. Correct. Which, I mean, hazelnut. Oh, I love hazelnut lattes, and this is just delicious. It's very good. Oh my god. I think that when you visit Jacksonville, you should definitely come to Maine and Six so that you can get that full community kind of feel here. And I want to thank you for taking time with us to talk about your beer, and I'd like to just toast all the hard work you've done over the last few years to open up here at the end of 2017. If you're here next year for Donna's Race, and Donna's Race Weekend, or any anything that brings you to the Jacksonville area, I, you should stop by Main and Six and say hi to Dennis, and I just, thank you so much. Cheers yes, to you. Cheers.